This episode of Keeping It Real is brought to you by GoGo's Bootcamp. Are you a real estate agent looking for the very best media training program on the planet? GoGo Bethke is considered the top Instagram realtor in the country, and her step-by-step training program will take your social media game to the next level. Keeping It Real listeners receive a special discount, so please visit gogopodcast.com. That's G-O-G-O podcast.com for your special discount. And now, on with the show. Welcome to Keeping It Real, the largest podcast made by real estate agents and for real estate agents. Uh, my name is DJ Paris. I am your guide and host through the show. And today is our regular series called Fireside Chat with Facebook. And we've teamed up with the real estate team at Facebook Corporate to produce episodes designed to help agents better utilize Facebook and their suite of tools, including WhatsApp, Instagram, Messenger, uh, and, and all their other tools. And we have Scott Shapiro here from Facebook with us as our guest. Let me tell you a little bit about Scott. Scott Shapiro is a senior client partner on the real estate team at Facebook, where he focuses on engaging with key clients and their ecosystem partners to develop marketing solutions and strategies to drive their business forward. In addition to the client partner role, Scott also serves as the industry relations liaison between the Facebook real estate team and the real estate industry, helping to educate agents, brokers, and leaders on Facebook's platforms and best practices. Prior to joining Facebook, Scott was a sales executive at ABC, where he also participated in a sales advisory role, acting as a consultant for the digital and the sports teams. Scott, once again, welcome to Keeping It Real. Thanks, DJ. Happy holidays, everyone. Hope everybody had a great Thanksgiving. Before uh, we started streaming live, DJ and I were talking about Thanksgiving 2020 and hope everybody had a safe and happy Thanksgiving and look forward to a happy, safe Christmas and Hanukkah season for everybody. And we were also mentioning how how fortunate we are that social media is, is a thing during the pandemic that we can stay in touch with with our friends, our families, yeah. if we're not able to be there in person. Um, and yeah. a lot of people, of course, are struggling right now with to do that. Um, at least we have yeah. you know tools like like Facebook to do that. So we're, we're really really uh, it's really we were talking about. Um, I was saying how much. How, how much uh, easier it was to stay in touch with people, you know, during during the the, the lockdown and um, you know into the future. Hopefully, we'll be able to to keep utilizing those tools. And so, we're so grateful also to have Scott on the show because he represents Facebook and comes on the show and provides uh, advice and tools for for agents to know about and to better utilize their suite. Um, so, uh, what what do we want to talk about today, Scott? Today is going to be, so if you're on the podcast, I would recommend, and DJ and I talked about this, um, this is going to be a highly visual presentation. We're going to talk yes. a little bit about creative, um, the idea of creative, where creative stands today across our platforms, what we're seeing a lot through real estate. And then I want to also maybe take some topics that we've talked about in the past, in particular, the usage of Facebook Live, while there won't be slides on it, more about how do we go from just talking about our listings how do we talk about our services and our expertise for the consumer? Um, so some of this will be a lot of it, I would say, is going to be visual. Um, so if you're listening to the podcast, I'll do my best to explain what's on the screen. Um, but I would highly recommend that if you're catching this on podcast, try to find this episode on DJ's um, Facebook show page, because I think you're going to get a lot more out of it with the visual representation of what we're going to talk to in the next 30 minutes or so. 
And you can find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash keeping it real pod. Again, facebook.com forward slash keeping it real pod. And you can watch the presentation right there. Awesome. So DJ, do you want me to, do you want me to, do you trust me to drive? <laughs> I will. Yes. We'll, we'll, uh, let's, let's see what happens. Let's see what so happens Scott's, here. Scott is pulling up a presentation right now. So bear with us just for a moment. All right. Let's see here. And again, There's if you are listening, we, we will do our best to describe what, what you're looking at. So even if you are yeah. listening, maybe while you're driving, you're not able to watch, uh, you're still going to get a lot of benefit here, but we encourage yes. you to go back and, and we're also going to make the slides available via PDF also in the in the notes for if you're listening on the podcast uh, on a podcast app, we're going to make the the uh, PDF available in the show notes. So be there. And if you can't find them, email us, we'll get them to you. Awesome. So I'm going to start here. We're calling this future listing. And a lot of this is focused about um, listing creative. So um, for those who are listening on the podcast, I'm going to talk you through the current state of creative. There's a wonderful slide here with bright yellow, orange type uh, about it. You're not missing anything outside of a very, this is a very, very bright slide. Um, so as an industry, when we look at creative, uh, we have an advantage at Facebook. There's a team within Facebook called the Facebook Creative Shop. Facebook's creative shop is made up of wonderfully creative folks who came from creative agencies across the globe, putting together thoughts on what constitutes really great creative for all of our platforms. And the way to think about this, and DJ and I've spoken many times about this, is Facebook, Instagram, Messenger, WhatsApp, Marketplace, all of the experiences that encompass Facebook's family of apps and services really are mobile first. So anything we're speaking to today stop for a moment and think about how do I show up either one as an agent broker or brand, you are your own brand. What is my expertise and what do I impart in the marketplace? And what are my listings looking like if I have them on mobile? So I think the big thing here is to just think again about, um, I was laughing, DJ, I think since we talked, I, I finally convinced my wife to let me get the, the world's largest cell phone. Um, and again, uh, you know, 6.9 inches of screen is there because we want to consume content. So I think the first thing, if you're listening to this or you're going to watch this, think about the fact that there's a consumer on the other end and you have this tableau, which is always on person, always on the go and getting bigger. These screens are yeah. getting much larger. So how do we take advantage of this? And you're going to hear me talk a little bit with a, a tongue in cheek moment about real estate. Actually, the real estate that we provide advertisers on our platforms through cell phones. So we're doing some things right here. Uh, and the first thing is, and again, if you're listening to the podcast, I'll do my best to talk you through this. Um, this example that, that is shown on screen is a typical newsfeed ad. So we're showing homes. The great majority of ads that we're showing and that get shown by realtors and brokers um, in the for sale side and even on the for rent side from uh, multifamily and or apartment listings are really the hero product is the actual domicile, right? The home, the apartment, the townhome, the beach house. Uh, I haven't seen anybody advertise yurts, but if we were going there, the yurt. So <laughs> yeah. Um, and here what you find in this example, um, it's just a... a kind of you know, blank canvas here of, you know, we, we do a little bit where we describe the home, ready for a new home, three bedroom, two bath. We talk and call out the city. Um, we talk, maybe it's just listed. And then usually we put a click through button, which is learn more. And that usually leads for the preponderance of agents to using a Facebook lead ad. I think what we want to try to do in the next coming years is how do we take this, which is if you're looking at the screen, we're probably filling at this point about 35% of the actual screen space on a mobile phone 
with an image. So no matter what, we've done a lot of biometric studies at Facebook where image always attracts the consumer eye first, second, they go to copy, third, they usually go to the brand. So, you know, we've had a lot of folks go, gosh, you know, should my headshot as an agent be there? It's like, the headshot isn't where the um, consumer is going to spend their time. They're really going to look at the visual medium of what you're putting in the ad. They're going to look at who the ad is from, and they are going to look for some lightweight copy. Um, again, um, a good friend of mine, Mustafa, who I worked with a lot, would always look and he would show me examples of ads. We were teammates. He'd be like, my God, they're writing a novel. Don't write the novel. Yeah. Write, the, write the kind of the preview to the movie, the movie trailer. And if you notice too, in, in, if for those of you watching, if you look at the way that Facebook has laid out their mobile app with the way that they display this information, it's simple, it's clean, mm -hmm. it's minimal. Um, and, and so that goes to Scott's point about when you're making these, these sponsored posts or, or these ads, um, or even just these listings, you want to, you know, put the most important information short and sweet, um, yeah. and, and don't overload it with, with additional, you know, content. And you'll see that also through DJ through this is a newsfeed ad example. We'll talk about stories. We'll talk a little bit about video. We'll talk about text overlay ways that you can actually engage the consumer. So here is kind of your standard, you know, you pull it off your SSO, your MLS, the image is in there, click the learn more button. And, you know, really what we're trying to do is we're trying to drive consumers to be leads. We have seen more and more recently where we're in, you know, we're putting the actual agent into the ad. So this is an example of something Realtor.com did. Again, they've got, you know, they, there are certain states that have um, certain metrics you have to put in. I think in the California example, it was the DRE number. Sometimes it's your broker number, your agent um, identification. But here, we're starting to see some agents use their headshot across a you know, static image, right? You know, kind of something that would be pulled off of maybe even the listing itself and or just something that's kind of like, you know, stock photography. That is a little bit of a harder road to get the consumer to understand what you're trying to do. So as you see in this ad example, you know, the gentleman is saying that he's an expert in Norfolk, um, Virginia, but it's what is the story we want to tell about his services, about his expertise? So that leads to those who do houses plus agents. So if you're on the podcast, the way to think about this is um, we have a wonderful, beautiful image. And then we have the agent headshot with a text overlay with the broker name on the actual listing photo. And then they have additional information in the text copy. So this is, again, coming from a brokerage, not an agent in this example, but it's a, it's a way of showing there's a listing. And the listing photo is obviously the hero image of the home. And then we have the integration of the headshot with the agent, with their name and who they represent. Then there are, you know, again, in the copy in here, we we call out in this one example, number of beds and baths, where the home is located and the DRE number, which I know in particular for California is needed. Again, state to state, it varies. So, but that's what we're, where we're kind of at, right? With newsfeed, it's like we pull a lot from the MLS feed, we ingest it, there's simple SSO tools for a lot of folks. Um, who use partner technology or their broker technology. And it's, you know, a pretty easy one, two, three step process to put ads into feed. Um, DJ, were you going to, I think I heard you. I was just going to say this particular um, example, which again, if you're listening, uh, I'll try to describe and Scott did a great job is basically this beautiful home, um, obviously an incredible home. 
uh, out in Woodland Hills, I guess, in California. California. And then, yeah, and it's it really is is just a gorgeous photo um, as the sun is setting behind the, mm -hmm. the home. Um, but in the lower left-hand corner, you see the, the headshot of the agent, you see his name, and it doesn't interfere with the overall experience the viewer or, or the, um, the, the client or the customer might have as they see the home. It doesn't interrupt the, the image, but it does also give a subtle and subliminal almost, um, you know, nod to the agent who's got that listing, which is their information at the bottom. So um, it's, it's really, I think, the best of both worlds there. I also think it sets the consumer up, you know, one of the click to action buttons is learn more. And so that leads to that lead form. And we've talked a little bit about yeah. in the lead form, making sure that the consumer is expecting you, the agent, to reach out to them. A lot of times I think consumers, um, they submit leads and they think there's a gated experience to get more information on the home. And that's really not the case. Here, what we're really trying to do is we're trying to make a person to person connection. So inclusion of headshot with photo it does actually lead in a subliminal way to um, this gentleman's name is Scott Roberts. You know, Scott's going to call you if you put in a lead form. Right. And I think that's a really nice way of like setting the customer expectations. But this is where we stand today in newsfeed. This is sort of, you know, newsfeed across Facebook, newsfeed across um, Instagram. We're also seeing um, that carousels work really, really well. So if you're on the podcast um, and not watching this, the way a carousel ad would work is almost, think of it as you're in your newsfeed, so you're swiping vertically. You come across an ad and then you swipe horizontally, similar to a Facebook or an Instagram story, actually. It's, it's a yeah. side swipe. Um, and what you can do in this, why I like carousels and why I think they're so important is it allows you to show more imagery of the home yeah. You can order the carousel. And if you feel as though, boy, I really don't want to put my headshot over the overlay of the image, you can actually use one of the end cards to actually put that headshot, that image, that logo. If you're with Keller Williams, Remax, Caldwell Banker, Zephyr, um, Kale Realty in Chicago, uh, mm -hmm. calling that you guys out, um, you can use those cards to tell a story. So the way I think about this is it's a slideshow. It's a... If you went on the website, most likely the linear way you would look at photography is the click arrow, right? I would go yep. on your website and I would see curbside to kitchen, to bath, to backyard. So this allows you to do that within Facebook's environment um, and Instagram's environment using carousels. Highly effective. It helps to lower the cost per lead significantly. Again, the more imagery, the more information we give the consumer, the better performance we see um, with backend metrics. So that's an example of using a carousel to your advantage, telling a bigger a bigger story about the property itself. Um, the next slide, this example from HomeSnap shows, you know, delivering important information. You know, part of this in these examples, um, for the folks on the podcast, what it is, is it is a carousel example. But in each part of the carousel, what they show is they show the curbside photo, they show the listing price of the house, they show the bed bath uh, numbers, so three bedroom, two and a half bath. Um, in this case, this agent, had a price reduction on the home. That is the first and big bold copy headline. So price reduction, price, address, learn more. So again, how much information can you give the consumer to make the consumer journey easier, right? And so thinking about all the tools in the toolbox from a creative perspective is really important. This speaks to it. And so in this carousel example, it's what we just spoke of, curbside photo, but then multiple photos of the actual home, 
I know what the home costs. I know the number of bed and baths. I know that there's a price reduction. And I know the agent because he put his name in um, talking about what firm he represents. So again, if I learn, if I hit the learn more button and I get that lead form going, I'm going to expect that person to connect with me. So we've kind of set the consumer up, given them the breadcrumb trail to take an action. Um, the next visual also talks about, you know, just it's really important to deliver important information. Um, yeah. I can't overstate it, which is these two examples. So again, if you're on the podcast, what you'll what what I I'll try to explain is newsfeed ads, picture of the home. There's a home with Caldwell Banker. There's a home with um, Berkshire Hathaway. So again, it's not just one firm doing this. You know, it's a little bit of I know the technology partners behind both of these ads, and what they do is they offer um, a overlay of your agent headshot and image, um, relevant information for the consumer about you. And then again, what they did in these examples is they they led with a really good copy headline. So. The visual on the left-hand side of the screen for the folks want, uh, listening on a podcast is the copy speaks to the price reduced, calls out the number of beds and baths, calls out the actual price reduction, yeah. and then the image actually shows the home. It has an overlay with a price reduce, and it has the agent information. And then the example on the right-hand side is very similar, just listed, website, picture. Um, in this case, it looks like it's a... Um, a home on a lake. And so they're showing that imagery. And then the agent with the text overlay has their information. And certain partners provide different things. Um, some provide that your phone number would be in the text overlay of the ad. Some don't. Partners, which we've talked about, and um, we'll talk about probably more in the coming year, the importance of partners, have technology tools that allow you to do this um, super easy because they built on top of Facebook's platform. So you know, this is a native tool technology in Facebook. This is why a partner would help you in Matter because they would have templates built that allow you to put your headshot in, a price reduction message, all of that information. And that's really where you get more bang for your buck versus boosting a post or in a lot of cases trying to do this natively on our tools. I would also say too, just as a as a as a little tiny point to to uh, zero in on in the first example, which uh, we Scott was talking about, it's a price reduction, uh, uh, you know, newsfeed ad and or sponsored post, and and what what it is is it actually says the amount of money, as Scott said, that it was reduced, and you really I really don't see that very often, and I was and I noticed it, and it really stood out to me. It says price reduced by seven thousand dollars, and I know yeah. as a consumer uh, myself as somebody who's in the process of buying a, a condo. Um, I, you know, a lot of things say price reduction, but I never know exactly what that means. I love the fact that this explicitly states how much it was reduced by. And I think a lot of consumers are going to connect with that as an actual hard figure that they can wrap their mind mm -hmm. around versus just price reduced, which it also says, which is great, but it goes on to say by how much. And I, I think that is, is a really good thing to, to experiment with as agents when you're you know promoting these on, on Facebook is trying to figure out what's going to get the best clicks. And I would think most consumers would want to know how much it's being reduced by. I think it also is a quality issues too, right, DJ? So, I mean, yeah. I think, you know, the more you give the consumer, that consumer is more valuable because they have context to what you're trying to tell them. I think we see in the industry, there's a tendency to shy away from explaining to the consumer what it is that you're trying to get them to do. You know, If you think about any other brand in the world, um, 
price is probably up there. New colors, new features. So, you know, we could yeah. go on you know, permutations from auto to to e-commerce to travel. So I think you know, yes, image is absolutely the key. If you have a terrible image, you're going to get probably <laughs> right. a suboptimal result. But I think again, empower the consumer to know what you're telling them. Consumers want. I think much more of a linear, quick, direct connection to a realtor. We've talked in prior um, segments that 50% of consumers only talk to the first agent that they, that they talk to. They don't go to agent two or agent three. So if this is kind of, you know, I always call it, you know, you're, you're up to play, you're up at, the, you know, you've got the bat in your hand, the game's on the line, right? Um, know how to use that to your advantage. Um, it doesn't cost you any more to put that copy in than it does if you don't. Um, so again, what we're finding is, and this is an example of Instagram, we're showing houses, we're showing agents, we're showing some branding, we're showing in square format. Um, and so I think we've kind of walked over this. This one is an example of filling the screen, the agent photo is listed, open house. Um, there's great copy just listed again in the copy. So, you know, making sure like in this ad, if I'm on Instagram and I see this, I understand that this house is, um, it's Lisa's listing, listing, there's an open house. She's put the price, the number of bed and baths in the copy. So again, as a consumer, when I hit that learn more button, when I'm sending that lead form, I'm really engaging the agent because the agent's given me that opening contextual information that you need to, to kind of advance the consumer forward. Yeah, the they, they've essentially put a face to the advertisement. And so yes. it, it's the learn more is the action item, which would exist whether there was an image of the agent in the corner of the photo or not. Um, mm -hmm. And the fact that there is, and it happens to be directly above the learn more button, I think also is, is good good placement um, because it, it really connects. You see the agent and then right underneath it says learn more. So you can experiment with placing uh, you know, your, your headshot in, in different, different areas. Um, but I think uh, just being able, as you said, providing some context around whose listing is this? What a, who's the agent? Well, now I know the agent, it's Lisa, and there's her photo. And I think this speaks again, you know, HomeSnap, it, it, this is an example from HomeSnap. They are a leading technology provider in the space and they have different types of templatization. Yeah. Um, and I think that again, we've talked a lot about, you know, partners and why partners matter is like, they have built this on top of Facebook. So, you know, I think the way of not to sell, you know, not to give their product a advantage over another product. I think if I were sitting here and I'm, I know those guys pretty well, you know, they'd say we built templates to build better creative and a lot of partners do that. So again, whether you're using Keller Williams command, Remax megaphone, Realogy social ad engine, or you go to a third party like this, that's something you should be asking and looking at. It's like, how do I make my creative shine? Because again, um, targeting is part of, part of this add units as part of it. There's all a mix, right? And we've been talking through this series about the mix, but creative is a really big piece to it. So investigate that, make sure, because that's not native in our platforms on Facebook's ad manager. A lot of that comes through either your brokerage right. tools or your third-party technology tools. Now I'm, I'm gonna show you guys, um, if you're live on the Facebook Live, you'll see um, you know, kind of this unholy nightmare image. Um, I'm gonna try to explain this as best as I can for people on the podcast. It's basically um, a lot of listing photos smashed together on one big page to make a wallpaper kind of from um, hell, for lack of yeah. a better word. Yeah. What it shows is, and why I wanted to show this is because we're gonna show you some things that we think can take the, your creative game to the next level is, 
many, many agents are doing the same thing. Um, those who can accelerate and do more and work with partners who are doing more, thinking more about ad units, full screen, real estate. I talked about that real estate on the mobile screen. We're going to get into more of that. It's important. No one is doing anything wrong. It's just a call out that as we work within the industry, we need to kind of diversify the experience for the consumer because, you know, looking at this, it all starts to kind of smash together and look yeah. a little bit the same. Sure does. So again, most stuff looks the same. So the first thing kind of zipping through this, um, if you're on the podcast, the slide I'm on is, I've teased this out, use available real estate, no pun intended. So here I'm going to show different examples. I'm going to populate this for the, for the uh, audience who's watching. For the people on the podcast, what we're going to do is we're going to, sh we're going to show uh, an image of a house. We're going to show four images and we're going to show the difference in real estate. Literally the, 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 for lack of a better word, the real estate on the phone that you get in your ad. So the first is sort of what we probably pull from our MLS listings, which is a 16 by nine photo. And if you think about it, it's almost like a sandwich. I've got the top and I've got the bottom and that's the bun. And the, in the, in the middle is the image of the, of the home. That's the meat, but it's not taking advantage of the full screen. Actually about 65, 70% of the available advertising space or the space for the image is not being used in a 16 by nine environment. Now you then go up to the next image. It's a one by one. So it gets a little bit bigger. We're still in that situation where we have a top and a bottom and a middle. The middle has just gotten bigger. And what that does is it zeroes in. So if you look at image one, and this is hard for the people on the podcast, but what I would say is it's a single family home. And in the first image, the 16 by nine, you see the two adjoining homes mm -hmm. and the two adjoining homes. It's fine, but that's not really the eyes focal point, right? Right. And you move to one to one and you get a little bit more, less of the side of the homes, more of the home in the listing. You then move to four to five. Again, a larger image. So if you imagine we're taking big stair steps for the people in the podcast, we're going, um, you know, kind of up image, the image is getting bigger. It's filling the screen. Yeah. So we're, we're zooming in, we're zooming in on the home and we're making exactly. the image taller essentially exactly. to fill up. Yeah. To fill up the to fill entirety up the of the available real estate on the mobile device. Exactly. By the time you get to nine to 16, so now you've flipped it. So you're nine inches up by 16 wide. If you look at this, and I would encourage you guys, and again, DJ will have um, this as a PDF, you'll see this, ask yourself if you're a consumer, what looks better and what engages you more. And I guarantee you the four to five, the nine by 16 are going to be far more engaging. And the nine by 16 that fills the entire screen, really what we're morphing into here is stories. That's yeah. kind of why stories matter. And we've talked a little bit about stories with that full screen imagery. So it's a really great example of the consumer doesn't lose anything. The consumer actually gains something by you filling up the real estate. The focal point is the home, the listing, not the side of the home. It's really zooming in and making that look really, really nicely. And, and by the way, just as a quick tip, when you're hiring photographers to take pictures mm -hmm. of your listings, you can ask them for different aspect ratios, right? Yes. Because as agents, we might not be super proficient in Photoshop or, or any other uh, editing tools where you can say, Hey, I'd, I'd like a square version for maybe an Instagram post, which is a one-to-one, -one, um, or I'd like a nine sixteen or a 16, nine or a four five. You should definitely have them send that to you. Um, most photographers can easily make those adjustments 
hands and they can do the cropping and editing for you to make it in that particular perfect aspect ratio. So you can test it with, with various, uh, you know, social media platforms. Absolutely. Think vertical, don't think horizontal. Um, I think that's just the big thing that, you know, we need to make sure, you know, for years it's been the horizontal, the 16 by nine. Um, and so to GJ's point, you know, the world has gone vertical. We hold our phones vertically, Upright, um, we, yeah. you know, yeah. so just, again, you get more for your buck. You know, this doesn't cost you any more to have more of the image filled up. It's how do we fulfill the consumer's desire to see a better creative, uh, you know, end point, you know, the reason why, you know, leading global brands do this is because they know consumers want that type of content. So again, to DJ's point, if you're using a photographer, shoot it that way. The other thing is if you're just shooting yourself, shoot vertically, shoot yeah. vertically, you can figure out how to make this work. And it um, used to be the opposite. It, you, you know, even with social photos used to be mostly turning the phone on its side and taking yeah. the, the white, more of a widescreen um, uh, approach. And, and now uh, because of the way that, that people consume information on their mobile devices. They want to keep those phones, like you said, upright. And so you want to use as much of that available real estate on the screen as possible. I've been on Facebook for eight years, DJ. And it's the, I think the, the three biggest things I think of just Facebook and Instagram, our platforms that have changed is, you know, we were a mobile first company when I joined it anyway. So I think it's the, um, the vertical versus horizontal nature. I think the second thing is when I joined the company, we didn't have video and we're going to get into lightweight video. And what does video mean versus you know, Steven Spielberg video or you and me video um, and then stories. And so each of these really speaks to the consumer keeping the phone in a vertical position, using it, scrolling, you know, thumb up, thumb down, thumb across. So super important, I think, whether you hire somebody, whether you do it yourself, um, again, partners have tools, they focus on this. Um, you know, whether it's your brokerage tool, whether it's a third party partner tool, they all have um, the availability to actually make imagery better. Um, this slide, if you're on the podcast, it's called consider visual hierarchy. And really what it is, is um, it's a kind of cheeky newsfeed ad and it's a black box. And it says in the image, it's an image within an image in the, in the newsfeed. It says, you'll read this first. And that's kind of the image. And then you'll read this than this one. So it's like, where does your eye go? And then at the end, it's the copy. So it's kind of um, paint by numbers, one, two, three, four. So your eye will go towards the center of the image, then down, down, and then up at the end. Um, it's just a cheeky way of just, again, backing up to the prior slide, which is we lost none of the effectiveness of the listing photo by having the photo be larger and filling the screen with a center point. That's what our eyes go to. That's what we look for. That's just consumer behavior. And I would state that's probably why we have, again, seen such a consumer movement towards stories because, again, it fills a whole screen. There's a center uh, vantage point. A um, couple more examples for folks on the podcast. What you'll see is kind of what we talked about before, an image of 16 by 9. And then, you know, the second thing is, so I'll go back here. It's the image first. Second is underneath it, the website, the, the bed bath, learn more. Third is the brand. Who is it coming from? Fourth is the copy. So as you play this out, again, you can kind of look at this with one, two, three, four. I'm going to go back, DJ, just so people can see this. So image first, bottom copy, you know, kind of like your call to action button second. The brand will be third, your copy fourth. So again, those who really have good photography really win. And this isn't that the consumer won't read these other things. It's just the way that they process information. Okay, video. I'm going to show you a couple of examples. So 
Um, here for folks on the podcast, there are two images, both by American Express Open. One, both are news feed ads. One on the left-hand side of the screen is a static image. Um, you can see how old this is back to, geez, January 2017. But it was, um, you know, how to earn miles and points on an American Express card. Um, the second image is just putting lightweight motion into the same type of ad. So there was a visual hierarchy where there was lightweight motion um, showing, you know, basically a plane, um, a chair, a couple of other things. It's just, it's saying the same thing. The offer is the same for the credit card. The product is the same. It's just one is static. One has lightweight motion. Lightweight motion really does drive a lower cost per lead, a lower cost per acquisition. Um, and again, a lot of these partners that can work with you offer that. And in this case, a lot of it was text overlay. So again, we weren't doing any sorts of, you know, crazy uh, Christopher Nolan Batman returns <laughs> type of cuts. Um, here, same thing for people on the podcast. There's an image of Unstoppables, which is a, I believe, um, uh, a detergent of some sort. And so one is a static, one is a video. Again, the video is basically very lightweight with a text overlay. Um, you know, it doesn't change the product. It just changes the consumer experience. And again, I would say, it's important because we talk a lot about video and I think agents get apprehensive and I understand that about video being like, oh my God, I've got to go shoot like, you know, Jurassic Park with this thing. And it's like, no, lightweight tools can really help and drive um, lightweight motion consumer, drawing the consumer in. Slideshows video. This is another great example. There are three boxes for the folks on the podcast, VW with Beatles having different, like almost like stop motion background colors, car colors. There's an example for Expedia where the screen is literally split in half where um, there's a woman on one side, she's in a kayak. On the other side, she's showing different city images on the, on the right-hand side. So it's stop motion photography, stance stocks. Um, same thing, just, okay, image one, image two, image three. And so the way I think about this for real estate is, um, you know, similar to what we're going to show here for kayak on the next slide, you know, transitions, lightweight animation. You can do this with a house. There are a ton of tools that show this almost in a slideshow mentality where the first image that you see as the consumer in newsfeed is the outside shot. And then we transition to the kitchen, the bathroom, um, the backyard, the pantry, you know, the garage, you name it. So um, it's a little hard for me to explain some of these for the people on the podcast. What I would say is, you know, you've probably seen ads once you go into your feed that use lightweight motion. So going back, just again, to go forward, um, Kayak was using almost like a flipboard. Um, yeah. Carousel was using quick pricing. Um, and there's a Korean um, example. It looks like a travel app on the end of just, you know, taking kind of lightweight motion in the background. All this does is it just makes the consumer a little more sticky. Again, this is not a native tools. This is where when you talk about your broker solution, your partner solution, ask them, do you do what lightweight animation? Do you do lightweight um, motion. That's really what we think about with video. It's just motion. It doesn't have to, again, be um, a large Academy Award-winning um, presentation. Text animation, most partners have this. Again, this tells a story. So we're looking at three different examples from three different types of companies where text to overlay really can tell a story about uh, the property, about the product. Um, again, most partners have this. This is really where you can put back to what DJ and I use as an example, the price reduction. What if that agent could put 
price reduced and it comes in with text animation price reduced by seven thousand dollars three bedroom two bath northwest austin saturday open house so if you're on the podcast again come back try to watch this episode because I'll, i'll show this again for the people who are on the live of just look at what lightweight text animation does um it just gives it again another added aspect so we're going from that real traditional we showed that wallpaper of everybody doing the same thing this is how you can really stand out and this these are things that i think when you are considering advertising across facebook's family of apps and services talk to partners ask them do you do this is this in your interface do you offer this um a lot of them do actually so food for thought um we're then going to transition just really quickly into you know examples of video slideshows. So we're back to the first um, example of using a slideshow in feed. This is an example from Instagram. Um, it gives a wonderful visual hierarchy. I'll play this twice. So for people on the live, um, that way I can go back and explain it to people on the podcast. It's really a series of four to five videos in a slideshow um, uh, ad. And what you'll notice is that it's a newsfeed ad. And so again, when you come to the ad, when you see the ad, the first thing you see is, you know, it has an agent example. Um, it has, you know, here, well, this is actually multiple listings by uh, the same agent, but it's the same principle of slideshow can show more photos. So it's back to almost the way we thought about carousel. The reason we love carousels, carousel tells more of a uh, story. It gives more imagery. Same thing here. Um, I'm going to go back and just show same uh, multiple photos of the same home. So this is the second time through. We go from the curbside to the bedroom to the kitchen. Simple slideshow wipes. Um, all that changes is the imagery, similar to a carousel. They have relevant information, the address, numbers of bed, bath, price, and then below the agent uh, information sits. And then here, if you're an agent with multiple listings, you can actually do the same thing with a slideshow, which is show different properties through a slideshow, address, price, number of bed baths. So just things to think about as to how to really make a difference in creative animation. And, and, oh, I'm, and I'm sorry, Sad. I wanted just to, to say that if you are thinking right now, well, gosh, I don't know how to create some of these, these effects. Um, you don't have to, and, and if you're, brokerage isn't able to do that. There are plenty of people in your local community or or globally even uh, that you can access that can build this stuff for you very inexpensively and, and effectively. So, you know, there's lots of resources of, of places online to find, you know, people who, um, who do this kind of work and you can just send them your images, have a conversation about what you'd like the creative to, 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 you know, to look like, yeah. and they can create the, these, um, these animations for you. Yeah, and a lot of our partners that we see in the space are really thinking about this, whether sure. it's the brokerages or whether it's third-party providers. Like, you know, I think we've worked closely and collaboratively enough with them that they know that we need to transition as an industry. Consumers expect this. So part of this is like, how do we meet the consumer expectations? And so these are ways to GJ's point of, you know, yes, this doesn't, this is hard to do in a native Facebook tool. That's okay. That's why you hire a partner, you get somebody yeah. who understands this. It's um, the performance versus what you pay out is such a huge difference. Here, what we're um, looking at is animation of the potential of um, announcements, new to market, open houses. All this is again, is just using text overlay. So partners that have text overlay, simple, simple tools. 
And then this, uh, for folks on the podcast, this image that I'm showing right now is about stories. And it's really about building vertical and a growing medium. So here you almost are bisecting the uh, story. So on the top side, what we're showing is a slideshow, several images of the same listing. The bottom is just the agent photo photography where they work, contact information that didn't change. So again, you filled the entire screen. It doesn't look like one of those stories where you have that sandwich mentality, right? If we think sure. about the sandwich, the bottom, this filled the entire screen and it was really, again, taking a simple slideshow, making stories work for you. Um, this is a um, example in stories of just the use of text overlay with a full screen visual. Um, again, simple, easy to use. Most partners offer these types of tools. I've got five uh, images. I want the opening image, I want the flipboard, and then I want my, my text overlay to come in and, and explain what it is I'm trying to do. Um, and then lastly, collections is very similar where um, that's multiple, that allows you to show multiple rooms. So again, this example here is, these are simple slideshows, simple, different types of way of taking static imagery and putting a little bit of lightweight motion in. So I'm gonna replay that one just because I think it's an interesting one where um, in this example, you started with you know, a text overlay must have a pool. And then you, you know this agent is showing all their listings that have pools. Yeah. And we should also mention too, that Facebook does have some of these text overlay tools, depending yes. on the types of advertisements that you, that you put in for the, their lead form um, uh, tool, uh, where you create a lead form actually does have these text overlay tools and they're really easy to use. I've used them personally. So you don't necessarily have to always find a third party or, or a partner. If you're, uh, if you have the images, Facebook has a lot of neat sort of ways to, to animate and, and a text overlay. So, so definitely check that out. Absolutely. And then a lot, one of the other ones that I love is 3d video. Um, you know, this is yeah. just another good way of like, um, you know, taking a fun photo, putting a little bit of a different slice on this. Um, this is an example of travel. The um, imagery that we have for folks on the podcast is um, a beach resort in Curacao, but like, it's the same idea of taking that 360 video, um, showing it, making it actually work for you. Um, and then we talked in our last segment, um, I believe a month ago about Messenger. So again, Messenger really helps here again, how to get started, how to have a proactive conversation. There's a fun example here about, you know, it's called on BrokerBot, where you're looking to buy, consumer actually can start the, com the process there. So even that is a form of creative and communication, um, the conversation, and then actually, you know, does the bot actually suggest that you go on a guided search? And in this case, this example says, okay, you go through the, uh, the process, I, it, you reply, I know, let's go. And then it keeps going on and it is very proactive. It's another form of creativity. It's another form of communication. It's another form of really bringing in the consumer more immersively uh, in. So, um, you know, it's not just about imagery. It's also about, you know, how do you fill the screen? And in a case like this with a messenger bot, it does. And then by the time you get to this end of this example, they're using a carousel that shows in this example for Nashville, multiple listings. This bot is allowing you to save a listing. So again, functionality, really showing off your wares, um, super important in this thing, you know, keeps building for about five minutes. So uh, you can see the, I won't spoil all of it. I'll let you guys uh, look through the final example here. 
of it's really taking you through a very immersive environment and then it's showing all of the different listings and it's using creative it's using carousel um, to really kind of like build into the future so that's a little bit more advanced that's where we hope to go um, I think the other thing I just wanted to show statistics to kind of round out the studies um, this we looked at 3,000 different brand studies across Facebook what we found is mixed assets what we call mixed assets so the idea of not just doing the static imagery doing kind of a melding of them static text overlay lightweight carousel motion all the different things that we've just talked about is you actually get better results and so what ends up happening is there's a higher ad recall there's a higher top of mind awareness so again we think back to if 50 percent of consumers only talk to one agent we got to get top of mind awareness that's a huge help yeah. message association is huge and then familiarity and affinity really go into this so Again, the more you're shaking up your creative, the better. And the, the thing that you and I talked about, DJ, um, one of our prior uh, conversations was around Facebook Live. Here again is where you can take video and really start to talk about your brand. So you can combine you know, a quick, easy 15 seconds. Hi, I'm DJ. I'm you know, at Kale Realty here in Chicago and the market is doing X, Y, Z. If you're looking for something in Wrigleyville, come to my website look for yeah. more listings you know you can talk about things that are go beyond the listing here so we have three things that we wanted to leave you with because we're coming up on time first use the available real estate so whether it's natively through facebook whether it's through a partner think bigger think filling the screen think about what do you like to do you know how much are you in stories how much do you look at videos that fill the screen how much do you look at a bigger image that has text um, overlay right Motion and animation is huge. Again, carousels, slideshow. This stuff doesn't have to be Steven Spielberg. I know that technology can be extremely daunting for agents. We've seen it through a lot of the narratives with Facebook Live. It's 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 tough, right? You know, especially if this is new to you. But know that a lot of this stuff can be done very simply, very easily, and it adds be benefit. And then we've talked a little bit about make sure you don't just get caught in using only Facebook or using only Instagram or using only newsfeed or using only stories, mix it up. Consumers are all over the place on our apps and services. They're in a variety of environments. So, you know, it's simple, right? If we were playing, um, I think about it this way, it's probably a bad analogy, but if we were playing roulette, would we put it all on one number or would we evenly split um, across several numbers that we hope for the ball to land in? So here again, use a variety of opportunities to meet the consumer where they're at across all of our platforms. So that was creative. It's kind of creative 101. I hope you guys got a deep dive into uh, creative and you know what makes that work um, across Facebook and Instagram. Um, I think the, the net image I would take away is you know think vertical, use more screen. Um, if you really don't know how to do this, that is okay. That's again where your broker tools, your partner tools, to DJ's point, um, local production houses. There are so many people and so many resources to allow for this. Um, you know, and again, ultimately, my job and the job of our team is to deliver the best experience for your business to grow your business. And so, the more that you expand your creative, the more you put more placements, the better results you'll get, and frankly, the better we can drive your business growth. All of this, everything DJ and I ever talk about in every session is rooted in one thing, we're here to grow your business. And so these are just tactics to help you get there. 
Um, so always know our core mission is we want you to grow your business. We feel that our platforms, we know our platforms can do that for you effectively. We just have to unlock some of the tools and strategies. So hopefully you guys enjoyed uh, learning a little bit about creative today. Yeah, I mean it's it's always important as Scott just said to remember that Facebook wins when two when when both parties win. So yeah. when the the advertiser or the the content creator uh creates great content that is well received by by their audience and then when the audience is absorbing that content and coming back to to learn even more. Um, so everyone wins uh, in this scenario. So this is you know our intention with with all of these uh, fireside chats with Facebook is teaching agents, of course, how to better use these tools, which um, will, as Scott said, you know, hopefully drive your uh, your business forward. But the cool part about it, and especially what we talked about today, is a lot of the more advanced ideas about how to promote listings. Uh, with respect to using different different types of of mediums um, or static image versus um, you know versus light animation, text overlay, combining a bunch of it um, is really not being done by the vast majority of agents out there. So you have a real opportunity to, especially during this the winter season when things might be slower, uh, to really you know get your marketing uh, up to that next level. And again, if if this is something that that you want to learn how to do yourself, there are ways to do that. If there's you know, but as Scott mentioned. And there are all sorts of partners that can help do this for you and get you back to what you do best, which is probably communicating and servicing clients. Absolutely. And I think that's the key last point is, you know, it's great to be a DIYer. And I know that a lot of you love to do that. And, uh, but it's also, you know, a time and, and an expertise issue. And so I think the message here is if you, if you figured it out on your own and you feel good about it and you like the product and it's driving your business forward, that is awesome and please continue to do it. But if you're finding that it's a it's a step you need to get some help to get there, um, I think that's also very important because you know, similarly, um, for other forms of marketing messaging, you know, you wouldn't do it yourself, right? You're not up on the on the billboard right. putting up the uh, the big billboard on the side of you know I-35 here in Austin. Um, you're hiring somebody to do that. So it's okay. I think sometimes there's this, but I shouldn't have to do that. But it's like, well, that's you know. How best can we drive business forward? So um, really looking forward to this evolving. I think DJ made a huge point. If you can learn how to do this, you really stand out. It really can elevate your game. It can really use um, our platforms to your best advantage. So um, more to come, you know, certainly as we roll out more things like Facebook shops and Facebook marketplace and all the new stuff, um, I'll be working with DJ to kind of produce that content for you guys in the coming year. Um, but uh, for those who've listened to all of our episodes and attended all of our Facebook lives, thank you very much for just being a great audience. And um, I hope that you've learned some things along the last, what I think we've been doing this, what five, six months now, DJ. Yeah. So hopefully, uh, hopefully you guys are getting some, some good learnings and um, ways in which we, you know, again, our mission every day when we wake up from the, the team at Facebook who works in the real estate industry is to grow your business. So my hope is that these are helping you uh, think about ways to grow business in 2021. Uh, yeah, and and I couldn't ag I couldn't agree more. And we're so grateful to have Facebook uh, on our show, and they're they're so generous with their time. And uh, so we want to take this time to also thank all of our our listeners and viewers for continuing to show up and and participate with our our podcast. And we would like everyone too to let us know what you would like to hear from Facebook in the upcoming year in 2021. What are some sticking points for you? Where are you struggling with your social media? Um, and and send us a 
link or send us a, a comment. Let us know what you'd like Scott to cover so that we can better meet your needs. Uh, because of course, Absolutely. this is all about our, our listeners and viewers. And we're so grateful that that everyone is participating with the show, but we, we need your feedback. So yep. the easiest way to do that is, you know, send us a message through Facebook. You can go to our Facebook mm -hmm. page, which is facebook.com uh, forward slash keeping it real pod. Also, you can find us on Facebook. I'm sorry. You can also find us on our website, which uh, if you want to listen to all the Facebook uh, fireside chats with Facebook, they are listed there. So our website is keeping it real And you don't have to scroll through and find the ones that Scott does every month, because at the very bottom of the homepage, you will see that we've categorized all of our particular series uh, there. And you can actually just scroll over uh, uh, swiping left to right, I, I guess, um, or clicking left to right. And you can see the fireside chats with Facebook and actually go through those. If, if that's your particular interest in, in our, in our podcast is, you know, we try to make things really easy for you. And that was based on feedback that we got from our listeners that said, you know, I love some of these series that you do, but it's kind of hard to scroll through and find each one once a month. So we said, we can, we can build that. So continue, continue to send us, um, what you would like to hear in the next come upcoming year. And Scott, uh, thanks again for being a great, great, uh, co-host and a great guest for us uh, and a partner. Um, we're excited to move into 2021 with you as well. And if um, if anyone has wants anything they want to see out of this podcast with this fireside chats with Facebook, please let us know because Scott is the guy to provide that. And um, and Scott, happy new year and happy holidays. Likewise to you, DJ, to your family, to your loved ones and to everybody out there again. Uh, I know this is, we've heard it from everyone. We know this has been a really challenging year, but thoughts, prayers, and just joy to all for a good, happy, healthy holiday season. And uh, let's turn the corner and have an amazing 2021 and uh, drive some impact for everybody in their business. Awesome. All right, everyone. We'll see you next year. Thanks, Scott. Thanks, CJ.